0: hey guys welcome to the mc anime podcast we cover anime geek culture japanese aesthetics and asian studies we are a multi-fandom podcast and you can expect to hear topics in your favorite hobby or fandom activity potentially you can find mc anime on google podcasts spotify apple podcasts and youtube also please check out mcanimepodcast.com our website furthermore stay tuned in for another episode
1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode
2: of MC Anime MC here, and we have Aerie with us today. How you doing, Mac? Hey, hey, I'm also Aerie, but yeah, I'm Mac, usually. so uh, I- I'm so-so, it's going usually rough, but anyway. Yeah,
1: he-, he hates music and doesn't want to be reminded of it in his daily
2: life, and being a PC, it's just... It's not like I hate music, it's more like I have... Over the years, I have gotten some kind of PTSD when hearing some music usually, but I don't hate it, I don't. Oh, he don't hate music, but he just hates a specific single in his life. Yeah. But anyway,
1: today's episode is going to be an honor and tribute for Mark Bonetti. Um, so basically a little bit about Mark before we get to the obituary. Uh, he was not he had an acting career. He presented in the drama club doing his only in california at Strawberry productions he was a professional clown that up for party events and and actually be you know paid for children's entertainment and then his later years he was a bing beverage company sales representative so you know we'll give an overview of uh, the jobs that he did the overall life that he had uh and of course with this being an honor and tribute to mark Brunetti, it's basically MC anime's uh, attempt honoring his life giving tribute to what he has done in the entertainment that he has done being an actor and professional clown and sales but also give testimony you know to different areas also explain how Mac is involved and how we got into this interesting topic at hand. so a little bit about him um for context he died in uh March and the obituary wasn't like written in sort of like april so you know there is some time frame when he died it's almost june however when i first heard about him he was a vendor at a retail grocery store that i work at and he worked for bing the bing beverage company and he's been a vendor for years at my store and i'm a retail worker in in produce so that's how i know him and when i found out that a new bing representative came in and not mark i was worried that he might have retired or you know something like that i didn't expect him to die uh it was unexpected that news came out as a busy day and you know i told my manager we looked up the obituary and in the process of looking up the obituary i found out not only was he a bing representative but had you know traces to acting and as professional clown so that's where i got to thinking that a honor and tribute to him would be kind of interesting to talk about for his role in entertainment and his life being personal to me that's how it relates to the podcast with his role in entertainment so Mm. what do you think about that is
2: it not so odd to do this or is it still odd it's not odd when But when you, like, came first to me, yeah, and uh, messaged me uh, to search about his life, I found it kind of odd and weird, yeah, of course, but I I didn't know the scope of your journey. And uh, at first, uh, I thought you, it's like you were trying to be scammed by somebody. I don't know. That was my first thought when going into this. So, I thought you wanted to to Hmm? prove, What do you think I wanted to do? No, I wanted, uh, I thought you were being scammed, so I thought you, like, want to prove the legitimacy of somebody, yeah? To, like, prove, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's a funny occurrence to how I thought it, but but it was just my point of view, I guess. Because, uh, you know, it's like somebody, like, uh, someone comes with a person and, and asks you about it. What's your first thought? I mean, first thought is like, I'm being scammed. Yeah, help me. That's what w- was my first thought. So uh, I-, I just want to prove his legitimacy. Yeah, of uh, the um, uh, obituary, which is on a website. Yeah. So I tried to search small pieces of, by speaking, uh, by cherry picking small pieces of data on, in this obituary and uh, try to Google it at first. It didn't work much. So um, first, you. Uh, the thing you asked me was the strawberry productions yeah i tried to search for it yeah and uh, at first i was like i think you're talking about uh, I, f- I thought you were talking about strawberry productions from an anime which is yeah, the anime current which is yeah which is which exists with uh, some animal which is currently airing. you know it is it, yeah. so funny that that the same thing occurred like uh, strawberry production stuff i was like wow yeah. how does that happen but then i uh, after searching for a while through internet archive um uh, on a, his own link on that link i found out that uh, the act uh, the website actually exists so it was a thing so well, it, it kind of intrigued me
1: more yes. about process how he came into contact about Mark? i personally knew Mark. As a vendor. So my relationship was a produce associate to a vendor. Vendor coming to produce for the beverage company. Because we sold Bing. And he was the representative from that company as the vendor. To like go and check the shelf, Give us coupons. Discuss the uh, the new bin. The, the location to sell the items. What is going on. The new sale. All that stuff. So that's what his role was. Mm-hmm. The facility of making sure that the store had proper placement of the beverages, getting an actual custom end cap for the beverages, getting space on the shelf, checking dates, you know, updating inventory, stuff like that. And this was a responsibility for, like, many, many stores in in his route. He had a route, and that's how it operated. But a little bit more about him, as much we're going to get into, is the obituary. Which... The obituary was the first thing that started this entire rabbit hole with me talking to Mac about Mark. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read the obituary and just it's going to give context to who he was, information that we already know. Well, the little information we know is based on the obituary. So most of the information we're going by is the obituary as well, unfortunately. But for the, Mark Bonetti's obituary. So, Bob Bonetti was uh, born in 1955, he to pass away in 2023, he lived in the United States, um, so he passed internal life on March 8, 2023, so pretty recently, a couple months. He was raised in South Hadley, uh, he was educated in South Hadley schools, he was involved in Drama Club, the Drama Club kind of sparked his uh, inspiration for acting, so acting became a lifelong passion, he lived in San Diego, California, fulfilled the dream of becoming a paid actor he he a dream that he pursued and accomplished he was perceived by his parents both you know South Hunley and by the niece you know stuff like that he survived by his son his wife and then his daughter so that's what he left behind he also has grandchildren um he has a brother and their wife you know he has a sister and another brother so he has many nieces nephews and children and many cousins um, so he has a huge family. That he's you know that remembers him and the legacy that he leads with them. Mark made friends wherever he went. Kept in touch with them over the years. He was best within the company or the people he cared about. He worked in sales most of his career as well as a professional clown for strawberry productions his last known job was Bing beverage company he loved the company you know he was retired he loved being in Bing beverage it was really a good job for him he was happy with it the working company was perfect fit he was loved by all who came to know him he was more than just a brother uncle father and grandfather he was a true friend the world was a better place when when he was in it and now it's much a poor much a poorer place he sadly missed, deeply missed, but no longer in pain. Rest in peace. Uh, a celebration of Mark's life was held in the state in which he died. Uh, a second celebration was held in mass and was announced on a later date. There was memorial donations that can be made in the tunnels to towers at Saturn Island. So, yeah, that's a little bit about Mark. Uh, so, what is your impression of Mark by hearing the, the obituary?
2: that he had like i i think like uh he had a great life Fli- he fulfilled his dreams kind of thing mm-hmm. um uh, by having a family as well at, uh, you know like right. uh doing his uh, uh pursuing his dream of a dra- um, actor career yeah with the drama club uh, uh wait not drama club <laughs> not sure uh with the drama thing and uh Mm, I, I don't know like it seems like he had a good life well he had a lot, really
1: interesting life I mean the life that he had where I specifically want to talk about mm. for not only was he in acting but is a professional clown and where I know him from was being beverage company And he always had this demeanor about himself. You know, he loved the job working for Bing Beverages. You know, the only job that I knew him from was Bing. So, in my official capacity, when I heard that he was an actor and a professional clown, and I'm finding about this in his obituary, you know, made that I didn't want to get to know him much, as I thought. But then again, this is a vendor-sales associate relationship when i'm not always there so it's like kind of like a hit on this situation like you know the person but you only know them by like meeting them a couple times a year kind of perspective you know them at work but they only come to visit when they have business or checking into the store itself so it's like a respect kind of thing my relationship with him is like i respect him we were overlapping in you know food line and being specifically and that's how that occurred Mm -hmm. so it was a personal work relationship that through the understanding of multiple years being in that role i kind of have like a deep respect for him even though i don't know him like personally and all that stuff i still feel like having this honor and tribute to what he has done and what he has
2: been is kind of important to me. Yeah. So uh, how do we begin this uh, journey? Like how I found about him? Like um, do I start like the how to um, how I found out? Like how I cherry picked the words and found out about him?
1: But yeah, also the process when I first brought it to your attention about the way Back Machine So the original purpose that I was trying to get Mac to do was to validate Strawberry Productions. That was the thing I had the most trouble uh, authenticating through, you know, what Strawberry Productions were. Were they actually professional clowns at that company? You know, stuff like that. And that was interesting because I had to use the Waveback Machine to track back the old data from the archive website that's no longer being, it's no longer used. So yeah. it's basically a snapshot in time what the website
2: used to look like. So, um so explain uh, the Wayback Machine a little bit, and then we can go into it. Yeah. So uh, first of all, the intern and the Wayback Machine is a um, service provided by Internet Archive, uh, which archives all the data about. Uh, everything happening in internet kind of all, not all exactly, but in a sense, uh, it it just archives everything happening on internet. So whatever website somebody visited, uh, he might have taken a snapshot of that website on a specific date and the the snapshot was memorized, let's say. Of course, not everything is memorized because that would be tens of billions of um, gigabytes and that's a lot of memory. Which would kind of be way too costly for a service like Internet Archive, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, like, they were digital data that might have been like accessible in public domain kind of thing. So the yeah. public, so just... are specific snapshots by users, kind of. So, um, uh, I uh, the first thing I I, I like you when you brought up Mark Martoneeri, yeah. Uh, I was like trying to prove uh, the company you're try- uh, w- looking for by just searching a few cherry-picked words uh, which were like uh, strawberry production or the binge ber- beverage company kind of. That yeah. was the first thing I was trying to search for which I didn't find kind of much correlation but then you brought up uh, like a l- legitimacy website which you knew about which has helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was strawberryproduction.com. yeah so i started looking into it and uh, uh the website was down by default because uh, people didn't want to maintain the domain stuff like that so uh, it, it just got shut down uh it, it was quite hard to find about it because though there, there were more changes to the website domain uh like uh, at first the website was uh um, uh, was strawberry was uh, um, like when you go back in time, yeah. So you get the events first that uh, from the closer times to the present, yeah. So uh, when looking back in time, I found out that it was uh, like a comic book uh, website, yeah. So I didn't find much about the website uh, about uh, about the strawberry production, yeah. So. I, yeah. uh, and uh, you told me that you think that this is the legit website, so I started looking a bit deeper, and I found out that there was a an outdated like a form of uh, making website, which was through Adobe Flash Player. Yeah, uh, so they kind of got removed at this time in this uh, era we are right now um, because yeah. of uh, issues uh, with its development. So, um, uh, but there was a, a way to access the website, which. Is, was really handy, so I accessed the Strawberry Productions, yeah, and uh, what I found was like um, um, was the actual legitimacy of that Strawberry Production. At first, yeah. it doesn't say anything about uh, a clown show or anything other, but it was like a web a, a website providing uh, promotion for uh, uh, stage shows like Garfield, Thomas and Friends, and the. The Magic School Boss. So this picked up the interest that could connect to the his uh, clown uh, career like uh, Mr. Brunetti's talkery. So... Uh, in the
1: actual application of it because when I was finding Stubber Productions I was basically finding all these companies based in like California, New York, Massachusetts and stuff like that. But like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, these are. I didn't actually find website. I just found these like public domain registered company, and these these pages will say if you're the owner of this company, you can claim this company to be your own stuff like that. So basically, this the websites that I originally found, but certain sort of productions were mostly just you know, public form stating what the company was, a little better a little bit about it, like a lot. And that's kind of what happens with the uh licensing domain in the states is that any company that is registered, there's a public record of when it was actually officially licensed to officially ending. So that kind of overview gives Put some information in public domain that anyone can access and therefore to, you know, search for the legitimacy of a company being certified. That's basically the licensure feature of a company. It was kind of interesting because I was the only hope that I had for actually finding what Strawberry Productions was, was actually using the waveback machine to see what potential websites were actually used. When I was finding out what Strawberry Productions was called, it was called Strawberry Productions Incorporated. So as a result, it actually made it very easy on the Waveback Machine because the first website it actually searched was strawberryproductions.com. So actually that first website was just a lucky guess to be actually connected to the live entertainment company, for the parties that Mark was able to be a part of and be employed at.
2: Yep. Exactly. And well, uh, even a shot in the dark usually gives you something, which is great. Uh, so the, the search for the strawberry production was kind of a shot in the dark by, uh, you know, by this, uh, forensics topic. I mean, not topic, but the term, I guess. So um, uh, at first, when you enter in the website, there's not much, even linking to the clown show or anything clown related. Only just yeah. that they work with um, 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 theatrical stage shows and uh, live promotional tours and stuff like that. But nothing yeah. much about uh, the clown thing. Yeah. So by digging deeper on the website, yeah, you you find that the there actually is an uh, um, a clown show that they provide and uh, it it is uh, staged in uh, for for one year for some reason but i, I found on the internet that there are more versions of the same show which uh which go throughout uh, like from i don't know like let, let me just check out right now they're they like starting, their original existence appears in the 1960s, yeah, of that clown show. So uh, the clown show that I found related in um, on Strawberry Production was named uh, Bozo, the world's famous, most famous clown, yeah. Sadly, I couldn't find much related to Mark Brunetti's name, but the proof is that uh, we found uh, the existence of the clown said show on this strawberry production, which kind of proves is in a sense his uh, existence and the uh, identity of uh, being a clown. Um, and also, and, uh, connected
1: the connected clown that I found was like a, it's like an indirect evidence. So like, so his personal friend on the obituary, Jack, just. Uh, wrote my condolences to mark's family mark was an old friend faithful of mine we acted together worked together clowned together dreamed together accomplished together and laughed together my heart is sad but my soul is satisfying know that he's in glory rags you being missed thanks for many incredible times together Blessing to you family strawberry so when i look at that as evidence so the Two things that stick out. One, they clapped together. So they were professional clowns together. So this friend is actually more important to establish the clown connection. More so the actually original connection. And with that, it also has strawberry. So blessing to you, family strawberry. Meaning that they were a very personal friend. Like this is a very close friend of Mark. And when I did digging on the friend of Jack, uh, Desprocious, I found the connection. of Milestone uh, Event Company. Uh, So, what's interesting there is that at some point Strawberry Productions was actually absorbed into this company of Milestone Events and Parties. Yes. So, that is actually the connection proving how the Strawberry Productions domain was maybe discontinued but went to another website entirely. Yeah, no, they actually stayed on their website that company and founder so this is a long standing history of this company for over 30 plus years
2: yep they they actually stayed on the website so through some time snapshots that uh, they actually moved to milestone productions milestone events production yeah so um at first uh, I, I, that's uh what i met like uh, it was a comic book website yeah so, which is actually the Milestone Events production domain, yeah. So, they transitioned the domain to somewhere else and, yeah, it was absorbed eventually. But uh, that kind of made it a bit more difficult to find the strawberry production. Not I didn't know about the Milestone Events and the, uh, the other friend of Mr. Mark Brunetti. So, yeah, you you knew about him, but I didn't know about him much, so... I, for me, it was like even more shot in the dark. I was like, I need, I was trying to find something that I don't know anything about. Yeah.
1: So, the reason for my logic with the connection at Milestone Events and Strawberry Productions was, was the evidence that you found of Strawberry Productions and Milestone Events. You found yeah. that Milestone Events was on the actual domain of the old website of Strawberry Productions. And yeah. when I found that connection through the Internet Archive with, you know, Wayback Machine, I actually was able to deduce that one of the locations for started productions was also based in Massachusetts, which, milestone
2: event, inherently enough, is based in Massachusetts. Oh, interesting. So I, I didn't have location... any data about that, which is more funny. That
1: and actually was kind of interesting. It's like, okay, so the president, the CEO, and founder of this company actually employed Mark at this company and they became very close friends and stayed in touch, or at least had a big impact as a clown, as a professional clown, and you know, accepted that they were still part of the family, even though he wasn't a clown. Um, what I think is very striking because it tells about Mark's legacy that he left behind. Someone like that to you know can still send them family, give condolences, and to publicly post on an obituary takes a lot of effort. So just the fact that the contact you know posted on the obituary made amends about how they knew each other. What what he meant to him, all that stuff is really striking. And it actually, you know, in the access to the information we have provided a really good pathway into proving that he was a professional clown to some degree. Not evidence that he was a professional clown, but circumstantial evidence to say that he was very well connected with a
2: job potentially in professional clowns. Yep. And um, I don't know if you actually saw it, but I I I tried to, I actually saw the, uh, there was a a, a statement, yeah, by the Milestone events that they were changing the domains throughout the the snapshots that I was looking at the Wayback machine. So they actually say that they were changing domains to Milestone event production. Um, I told you about it, but I'm not sure if you paid attention. But in a way, that's actually the full proof that they actually moved to, to that company. Interesting.
1: Here's another uh, from Rachel Floyd Fox, who's also another um, verification to the clown. Mark was my first clown partner. He and I traveled a lot together, worked together in the office when he drove it's old Volkswagen and, and hung around everywhere. I remember visiting lots of friends, family when we were on the road. My heart and prayers go out to all who love him, especially his family. He sold some crazy jobs that we couldn't quite believe. We always had fun in the end and he would try to get us to admit that he was right. I'll miss those days forever. Love you forever, Rags Twink Twinkles. So I guess maybe his stage name was like Rags XO Twinkles. I
2: am guessing. I'm, I'm not, not I haven't found much uh, present about this show. wiggles it... in mm. a way rags because this is the second
1: uh indication of rags itself being used in the obituary um it's kind of interesting because uh we also have another roommate friend and roommate with my husband Gary an usher at a wedding time spent together at strawberry deduction was epic for a lifelong friendship and deeply saddened by its loss uh yeah and then we have like another classmate you know we went to school with we also had a condolences from the uf Mars group of ted tcg i mean it's it's
2: interesting because rags could be a stage name however rags actually twinkles. perhaps sadly i could not find much about the other people uh, and the, the show because they were like a theatrical uh, i don't know um moving uh, they they were moving mostly as a theory uh, group, not as a TV show kind of. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to to find these things. If they were like a TV show group, yeah, you know, like, uh, uh, mm, yeah, uh, it would be easier to find about them through internet and the IMDb, yeah, internet movies database. It would be easier to actually find about each and every person. But this way, they, uh, they, uh, there are, uh, their data is only probably saved on uh, public, uh, I guess, um, employers somewhere. I don't know. It's something that police has usually access to. Or, I, I don't know it's American. <laughs> I'm not American, so I don't know where the data uh, there is actually. Oh, okay. I see it.
1: So, yes. love you Rags. XO, Twinkle. Okay, so Rachel, when she's saying Twinkles, Twinkles was her stage name. Rags was his stage name. Because when you still uh, when you use the abbreviation XO, it means you know, the person, you know, the person before and then regarding the person from. So XO is Twinkles, which is Rachel, and before XO is Rags, which is identifying Mark. So Rags was actually his clown name when they uh, traveled together, which is significant because Rachel was a clown with him as a first partner of bases. So Mark was the first clown for Rachel, which is also known as Twinkle. But you know what's so funny? Mm. He drove a Volkswagen, and most of these clowns are in the Volkswagen Bug, coming
2: out like the too many can fit in it. Oh, I I I understand what you're saying now. I, I know that trick. That that's a funny trick. Wow, Just to everyone, oh, like a, a Volkswagen, Volkswagen Bug or like another yeah, Volkswagen yeah, Volkswagen Bug is. Is the most iconic thing of my childhood as well. But
1: how like you know you always see in the, like the animation that they always fit so many in, in a clown car and all this other stuff. Yeah. But like you know, they, they can only fit like maybe five people. I don't think they can fit six. You know, more mm-hmm. than seven, you can probably fit like twenty. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I've mean, seen
2: it. a clown come out, but like you know, it's just exaggerated. You know, to how much yeah. connection. The fun fact, I think, I'm not sure if it's a fact, but I am pretty sure this uh, this joke of many people coming from a car is actually taken from the Middle East. Yeah, because uh, the Arabians or Jew I, I don't know who, who actually did the trick, but they usually were like coming many people at once from there, at least like what I remember from movies kind of. Just, I'm not sure what, why they also had the same trick so i thought maybe it's a trick taken uh prior to the existence i don't know who knows true. yeah it, it could be i'm not sure i i would have to research but it could be. you know uh i mean either way even if we don't know the true
1: origins why the volkswagen with the clown kind of became what it is you also have to know that uh in the you know space, a Volkswagen bug is typically pictured as the vehicle of choice for that stereotype,
2: which is kind of funny. I mean, it's not a negative stereotype. It's just, you know, kind of oh, like the design of the car is cute. It's like a uh, yeah, you know, like a lady Go kind
1: of, like, Along with like Beetlejuice or what? Hobie? <laughs> the talking bug? The car that's a with me? Or Bumblebee? In the recent uh, Star Wars movie. Not Star Wars. (laughs) They were (laughs) He's a funny occurrence. I'm not going to lie. It's very iconic in culture. So just the fact that, you know, Mark was able to drive a Volkswagen, whether it was a bug, a van, or another model, (laughs) speaks volumes about, you know, where he grew up, the culture he had, the appreciation of cars he had. It kind of brings back into, you know, what you drive is what you love, and that's what you identify with. Yeah. And, you know, people drive certain models of cars for particular reasons. One is for off-road. Some could be, um, you know, work-related, personal-related, we, you know, could get, you know by all means, a Volkswagen Bug is really good with uh, gas mileage and... Also, the engine is in the, it's in the front, it's in the back instead of the front. So your, your trunk is actually in the front. That's because of storage space.
2: So I really think that the design of a Volkswagen Bug is just classic. I mean, I think you're not paying attention at the, at the, at the most important fact why it's, it's um, used iconically for clown shows. It's mostly because it looks like a ladybug, you know? Yeah. The car itself is, is appealing to, to kids because it's cute. Yeah. You know, I don't doubt that. Yeah. It's just funny how it works that way. True. And also
1: with having, you know, everything that happened the way it did, it kind of gives perspective in not only it being his life and the legacy he left behind, but specific aspect of how much of a family unit strawberry productions was to him they thought family of him they had wonderful memories they traveled a lot you know the people that worked with him always had good praise and even when he was a big representative he had that go lucky mentality of being retired so he retired for being a professional clown to do a job that he really loved be able to you know travel around do his own schedule and actually be responsible for the route that he was overseeing the stores that he represented mm-hmm. so in that way in that capacity he actually enjoyed being liberated more for he really liked talking to people you know that personal connection that he had was a clown friends as to him as a salesman mm-hmm. and you know it all goes back to his acting and drama days as well he always had a personality to actually like engage with people talk with people form an everlasting bond that can't be touched by you know except with him and you and his life stuff like that Mm. so really if you really think about it it connects all three in a way him being the actor being the clown being the salesman are all passionate to engage with people and connect with people that he don't may not know Yep, quite interesting. Yeah, true. And you know, some of the uh, um, memories when he was at South Hadley was like, you know, uh, Ellen, for instance, her exp- his experience or her experience is Mike and family. Very sad to hear about Mark's. Passing, were neighbors living at eight you know terrace in South Hadley, and in fact still living in my childhood home Moon is for Tenley's fondly wonderful memories um sorry for the loss Mark was an old friend growing up in South Hadley. earliest memory was skating at the at night over Plains school hanging out in our tombs in early 20s I remember the shop he used to have when he lived out in Westboro good times you will be missed that's burning you know Stable. for instance, remembering Harry David and all the wonderful memories that came along with the theater in high school. Mark is a friend and has a special spot in my heart. So when you really think about the, you know, early versions of acting, mm-hmm. he was really yeah. in that. not only did he embrace drama club through South Hadley, but also was able to make a life out of it, which I think Given the time's perspective, it was. I don't know specifically what type of acting he did, but eventually that acting led to a connection to Starwood Productions, which he will later serve as a professional
2: clown. Oh, oh, it's uh, more psychiatric. It's actually mentioned, because uh, uh, on the website they say it, yeah. uh, it's it's uh, some kind of a I don't know tour. I guess, around the country, uh, with mm-hmm. uh, theatrical performance of the clown, both of the clown show, something like that. It is mentioned, it's hard to pick up on those things, yeah, it is mentioned. It's just mostly theatrical uh, Yeah, True. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the, this is why it's actually, it was hard to find any evidence of Mr. Mark, yeah, uh, as an acting uh, clown. Okay. Um, because mostly when you search on the internet, you get the TV shows. Yeah. Everything that was animated and uh, you know, recorded by a uh, production studio. But uh, the show, uh, the, the date uh, which uh, his uh, theatrical performance was, it was in uh, uh, ni- 1994, 1995, something like that. And um, the show kind of ends in uh, 1994, I think. So, he uh, kind of continued the legacy of the show, of both, both the Cloud show, and through his uh, through theatrical uh, performance. And also another fact which started with productions,
1: and the milestone events, is that also the not only was it performance as a theatrical and in the acting days, it was also the sales of telling a parties, doing a theme. Yeah. Have to pay for a party set up the event, bring the best entertainment possible for the actual party
2: to fit what the client actually wanted. So think I happens. understand now. I think I understand where the fears of clowns come from sometimes. What do you mean? Now, you remember, like there are movies based on the clowns, uh, you know, I mean, you know, the... Uh, The scary movies there. There's like clown. uh, uh, um, What's its name? Um, How how is it called? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, and the clown is also depicted as a scary thing for children, but not all of them, of course. Not all. Yeah, yeah. Just some children are afraid of clowns. Yeah. So I I think I understand now where this uh, fear comes from. It's kind of like in in the millennials, I guess, and near the millennials. Yeah, so uh, they they were, like, doing many shows at the parties, uh, at the birthday parties, yeah. So I think I understand. Okay. Just a funny thing. Yeah, you know, phobia of clowns would be
1: an entire discussion itself, but... Yeah, yeah. I think with the sales aspect of how to sell a party and actually perform at that party, I can personally relate to for I do, Casino, because I... A company that does private events and casino nights. So we come funny. Here. I'm not gonna lie. I was at you know, the circus. Oh, gambling. gambling also can give you fun too. We yeah. give adult. We give adults a kid type theme party, but instead they get they do gambling with no money at all. Mm-hmm. But you know, with us, we do like roulette, blackjack, mm-hmm. um, traps, right, horses, stuff like that. You know, blackjack lat, poker. So we do different games to entertain the masses and entertain the party goers. So what I personally go with is give the party goers the most fun time possible. Make their night feel different than their average life. Mm-hmm. Go above and beyond to make them happy, to have a good time and let them have that good time. Mark did this all the time. was very heavily involved. This was his lifestyle quite interesting yeah which i have really great admiration for for him to be able to do that and give such a memorable event for the people at that party potentially give them a good day to enjoy themselves and actually have the entertainment and the theatrics of it but to also supply the memories that associate with that event mm-hmm because it's hard to find good entertainment nowadays nowadays it's just music and photography that's what that's what they want to do so it's really good to have a company you know maybe a side company or additional entertainment that's not a dj not dance floor not karaoke or you know having the photography and do different accessories or dress up in that photo booth you know like maybe have a game or bingo or you know just something that's not always the same thing so having a you know a clown at the party for entertainment entertainment the kids is really diversified in that because it's not the usual
2: type of entertainment that you'll find at a party well let's say the magicians were also a thing at the times where clowns were as well the the party magic tricks, you know. So the clowns were the comedic act, and the magicians were like more serious, no, the more mysterious thing. True, well,
1: could also be comedy and have magic as well. What a bit of ways to do magician i feel like with magician particular entertainment can be comedy it can be thrill it can be danger and seeking it can be one black trick it can be blow the audience away so many times that they just escape you know there's different things to do with the magician But i feel like with a clown specifically it's the comedy act their enumerance of performance, their enthusiasm, their the way they conduct themselves. I feel like a clown is like a higher tier that's actually harder to do. Because there's a lot to it. You know, it's a lot of training. You have the tricks so that you're doing. You know, the different gags that relate
2: to a clown act and how to
1: perceive it.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's many things hard to, art to- as a clown it's kind of the same as a magician but there, there's also maintaining the comedic act true okay. well, probably
1: knowing you you probably wanted to act like the class clown and get negative attention to yourself me?
2: no Me? I, no. I was uh, no 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 I, I wasn't I wasn't kind of uh, uh, getting the comedic act and, and negative attention to me I was mostly like uh, hey I'm here don't forget about me that's kind of tension I was getting at.
1: Whatever, you're the, you're the footnote at someone's research paper that doesn't, that's like long withstanding. I mean, but anyway, I feel like me being able to give an honor and tribute to Mark Brunetti is something that wasn't something I originally thought that I would do. And having that appeal to entertainment and connection and customer service to me was very powerful because. You know, customer service is all what you want to do anyway with customers. But you know, the the poking of entertainment and what entertainment can give you through either party events or you know the what I do it in the podcast or mass communications is really big for me because without entertainment for me, I want to consume the media I have: TV shows, comics anime i want to be here to where i am to like enjoy pop culture so entertainment has been such a vital part that i almost forget
2: that it's still there and it's still so many elements of it to exist yeah yeah when uh the, i don't know like the more you go on a journey i guess uh, the harder it is to see the direction where you're going True. where you see yourself going i don't know i have no idea I mean, you
1: can always be your your dad's assistant for for anything computer related and music.
2: Oh, no. 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 God, no. Please, (laughs) no.
1: Oh, you don't like that?
2: No. Why not? No. No. Just don't. Let's just stop at this topic. No. Shoot. Not. Let's not continue on this. See, now we're moving the curtain behind. Who is behind the coach? This is the Wizard of
1: Oz? No! It's Mac and his PST, PTST,
2: drama with music. And his it's not, it's not. It's mostly like when you're showed, uh you know, like um, there's some type of entertainment, yeah, and everyone likes it. And when you're sold the entertainment in your throat, then uh, the opposite occurs, you know. I hey, mean, maybe your dad just was to entertain people. You never. I don't know. I, I yeah. I don't know much about. Maybe it's the entertainment
1: charisma that you just don't. You just haven't figured it out yet.
2: For him. I I actually I figured it out. I figured it out. I, you know, the more you dwell on the, the more you look deeper, uh, the solid. Uh, what's its name? The true because True. But yeah, this wrapped up the honor and tribute for Mark Bonetti.
1: Uh, so thank you, Mac, for being here, giving testimony how you were involved. How you were able to find that Strawberry Productions was an actual company was linked to a clown at some point had you know personal associates connected back to the clown and actually how truth finding and using wayback machine can be vital depending on how you're using it and not just verifying people but just finding
2: facts that you didn't really know existed until you connect the dots yeah archiving stuff and the history is really important to proving uh, truth And, you know,
1: with Internet Archive being that controversy, I don't know if you have such a tool like way back and coming up in the future.
2: Yeah, there's many people yeah, which don't like having the truth exposed online, you know, and they would like to hide it and. And most of those people are usually, uh, people that did bad things, you know, like, uh, I guess getting uh, money without paying taxes and stuff like that. Getting money yeah, yeah. The, the, the wrong way. And they don't want you to know that they got it that way. And the truth being exposed online, you know, that's just like, oh, come on. Now I can't become popular while I have money. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, do you have any last regards, before we close this? Not much. Mark Brunetti, I, I mean, from what I heard from you, Mark Brunetti was uh, was a really good man, and uh, he did live his life to. Yep, and I
1: tell you, don't stop from changing one career to another, because one career might actually be that pivotal career that you might need that set you for your entire life. His was acting to a professional clown to sales at a drink company. So, you know, it really, the journey to have different hats is how life happens. And having the different paths and the different forks in the road is actually how you go about life. So, and before we go, uh, we conclude this episode for honor and tribute to Mark Bedetti. Mac, where can they find you and maybe your correspondence in today's episode? <laughs>
2: I'm usually on Discord, My uh, I don't know how, how the Discord works, uh, I mean uh, to finding people, because you can change the information usually, but uh, my account is like re-hashtag 4714, if you want to find me, just message me on Discord, I don't even yeah. have uh, uh, protection against the uh, people sending me messages, they can just send Yeah. It's just more fun. True. You don't be and, weird. <laughs> and
1: you can also find him in Omega. So if you ever need a designer, he can be your go-to designer.
2: Yeah, yeah. I
1: also do art and design as well, and programming. Yeah. And don't forget the free. You know, he's a freelance programmer. So if you want some programmer advice or computer computer know-how, he's your guy. Just like how he helps
2: his dad, he loves it every single time. No, God, let's stop. Let's stop. This is like you're hitting me with a knife 20 times. Please, let's stop. Okay. Thank you for the His knowledge in computers knows no
1: limits. Even the help of the people that might not want even need the help, but he gets the help anyway.
2: <laughs> okay. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for being here and thanks for being a part of this interesting journey with Mark Padetti and how we found the rabbit hole. He was a clown, the CEO of a company that was absorbed by Strawberry Productions and everything else. Yeah. All right, guys, this concludes the episode. Uh, over and out. Bye, guys. Bye.
0: This concludes another episode of MC MC Anime Anime Podcast. Podcast. MC Anime Podcast is available on podcast directories like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. We also have our website at mcanimepodcast.com. If you want to directly support us, then follow Patreon blog MC Anime. Finally, if you want services for hire, then we're available on Fiverr for audio and video production, graphic design, idea consulting, and blog and article writing.